welcome back to the Coffee Shop Podcast. We have been <laughs> we have been away for a while. Uh, we took about a month break for reasons, which was so dumb. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, uh, but today we're going to be talking about uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 and our predictions on Season 3. Uh, so a quick recap of Season 2. What was it? Well, it's him mostly trying to find the Jedi to send Grogu to. Right? It's just another adventure. Yeah, it's because the whole underlying theme is him trying to get uh, Grogu to a Jedi that he can he can uh, train him and and uh, basically give him to to those people to take care of. But then every planet he goes to, he gets into these adventures, right? Yeah, and they, everybody needs to help him. And then it's like, I'm not going to help you. Unless you have to go to this planet. And then talk to them. That's right. And then they're going to do the same thing I just did. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, so recap on episode one of season two, The Marshal, right? That was the name of it. That's the one. Yeah. I w- believe it was The Marshal. With yeah. the crate dragon, correct? Yeah. That was yeah. the one with the dude with yeah. the fake Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, Boba with Fett's uh, Boba armor. Fett's armor. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I know that he said that he got his armor from the Jawas. But how the hell did the Jawas get it? I don't know. That was a question I had is like, how did, uh, first of all, Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc pit. He would have escaped with his armor, correct? Yeah. But see, my prediction for that of how he just, how the Jawas got his armor is that he he escaped with his armor, but he was dying from the acid that the Sarlacc had in his mouth. Right. So he sold his armor to the Jawas for food or water or something. Or they just took it from him as he was or, and They thought he yeah. was dead and they just took it from him. Like, I think we... They are Jawas. That's right. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> Jawas really don't like to uh, ask for things. No. They just take things. Just kind of take everything apart. That, uh, I was watching the uh, the show with my son and when they started to take his ship apart, um, <laughs> they uh, he, he was got really upset. <laughs> yeah, you know Mando's um, rifle. Yes, the rifle that he uses. It's a uh, it's a war crime to use that rifle. Oh, because it disintegrates. Yes. To be honest, I, I think I can guess that. Considering it disintegrates everyone he shoots. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome rifle though. Right? It is, but it gets destroyed in I think the fourth episode or fifth episode of the whatever episode of the season two was called the tragedy. Oh, okay. Which was when Moff Gideon took Grogu from that uh, area in the middle of nowhere, where where Boba Fett met Mando. Yeah, the old Jedi Temple. Yeah, the old right. Jedi Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was in the ship then. Yeah, it was in the ship. Oh, okay, and it got blown up. Yeah, and the only thing that survived was the spear and was that the little Beskar spear and the ball that that ball is not made out of Beskar that Yoda likes. <laughs> <laughs> or baby, uh, sorry, Grogu. It doesn't matter what yeah. his name is. Everybody just calls just him pure plot armor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Um, so the first one, he goes there. He meets um, the marshal. The marshal. He, is, he, sus- he suspects that the marshal is a Mandalorian. Yes. 
but he turns out that he got the He's a thief. armor from the Jawas, and then he wears it as a and to take back the town. I mean, he does look pretty cool in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he looks so Western when yeah, right from the get go. Like that that actor has been in Deadwood. He's been in uh, with Outlaw. I, I think, think it's it was called. Outlaw. I don't know. Hey, so he's been in westerns a lot, and he's just got this stance that's. Yeah, I think I I don't think they actually like needed the to hand like, over the holster. Yes, like, yeah. yeah, I don't think they needed to train him for that. And he was they were just like, do what you did on your last eight jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got his hand. That's that's perfect. The hand on his on his uh, gun there on his holster, and then he, you know, just the way he walks and the way he moves, it just screams western there. Yeah. So well, so does Mando. And yeah, Mando he does kind of. Yeah, true enough. But that's what they're going for, right? Like it's heavily yeah. heavily based on old westerns and kung fu movies. So, which was when they found Ahsoka Tan. Is it Tano or Ahsoka? It's Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, when they found her and they had that battle between the the her and the whatever her the one that name is originally had the Beskar armor, Beskar uh, spear. spear. Sorry, which uh, that spear is cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then... Uh, One thing that I have realized in the entire series is that if you actually pay attention, the tip of that spear changes size from when he gets it and at the end where on the last episode when he's fighting with uh, Moff Gideon. Does it? Like, I can't... Yeah, it does. I can't get it out of my head. That I or, that it, or I just... That or I'm seeing things, but I swear the tip of that spear changes size. I just started rewatching it, so I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I, I didn't catch that the first time I saw it yet. Like, as soon as he got the spear, I thought, oh, he's just going to use that for the rest of the time now. With his pistol, he's not going to use his rifle. Right. But he didn't use any of it. And then at the end, the very last episode, when I seen the spear in his hand, like on his back when he was walking through the the... What what ship is it called? Oh man, it's a the light spree. It was the light cruiser. Oh yeah, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, as soon as he had that on his back, that was cool. And then Moff Gideon, I, I don't want to say he's an asshole. <laughs> like he just Mando's like, I just want the kid, and then Moff Gideon's like, sure, and then just starts wailing on Mando's back with a yeah. dark saber. Yeah, I don't think he should have I mean, done that. <laughs> To be honest, you're not getting. You were evicted for war crimes. Uh, you'd at least know for a fact that that thing cannot cut through Beskar, and it's a Mandalorian who who are known for wearing Beskar. You'd know to at least go for the neck or where it's not protected. No armor. Beskar. True enough. Yeah, that but is. But no, a good he point. goes for the rocket. <laughs> <laughs> is it a rocket though? Because only Boba Fett's got a rocket on his jetpack. The jetpack, sorry. The jetpack. Yeah, yeah, the jetpack, yeah. To be honest, though, when I saw the spear on Mando's back when he was walking through, I know for a fact that, that, was gonna, that there was going to be some sort of lightsaber battle. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. No, no doubt. He hasn't touched that thing for the entire second season after he got it, and now he's all of a sudden carrying it. Yeah, and, it, it and it's the only thing to survive the explosion. Out of all his weapons, it's the only thing. Yeah, you would think that for he how has. long he's had his ship, 
that not half of it is Beskar. Yeah, well, you'd think that I mean, he had something reinforced. Yes, Beskar right? is rare, but at least that cockpit reinforced with Beskar. Yeah. Because isn't Bo-Katan's ship part Beskar? Is it? I, I don't know. I think it is. I think the wings aren't, but the cockpit is. That'd be an expensive ship. Oh, yeah. Build Beskar parts out of it. Uh, yeah. If Jawa scourged that, then Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they are not letting it go, no matter yeah. how many eggs you get for them. No, that's right. Those, <laughs> those eggs those were nasty. Eggs. <laughs> um, in the last episode, the Dark Troopers, the Phase 3 Dark Troopers. Yeah. Oh my God, those are cool as all hell. Yeah, I like what they I like about it is, What I like about it is, you know... Like the amazing dubstep track that played behind them. Oh yeah, like the, uh, like yeah. the dark like you'd Terminator get the track. Star Wars theme, and then you'd get yeah, like the dubstep behind them, and it came out of nowhere. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah. it was hilarious when the dark the dark trooper just grabbed Mando's head and just kept smashing it into the wall. Yeah, just and <laughs> the wall broke. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like you would have gotten a concussion at some point or another while fighting one of those things. I would think. Like they're they're pretty pretty amazing. I I do like that. But uh, when you said like um, Terminator, I, it really reminded me of those. Yeah, uh, like the old skull like Terminators. the T eight hundreds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just these invincible forces. Because in the first season, there were the dark troopers when they were at the bar and stuff. Yeah, uh, those were phase two dark troopers. Were basically they're half android, half people. Oh, okay. But, so they're. T- and they're described in most comics like zombies. Oh, okay. But like robotic zombies. And right. then phase three is completely non-human at all. It's just a robot. And right. apparently in the Star Wars universe, robots are better. But in real world, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> but we got Boston Dynamics to prove that for us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Dark Troopers, that would be terrifying to see. Oh, yeah. Like, fight, just fighting one of them, Mando had a really rough time. Yeah. Like, so hard. And then at the end of that episode, imagine trying to fight that entire... Like, if, if Luke Skywalker did not come... Oh, yeah. They would have been, been dead. They would have been dead. Well, they it, were... It, it's safe to say they're long gone. Yeah. Like, they were they were almost through the, the, the door. The door, yeah. And there's no way that they would have been able to stop that many of them. Like, an entire platoon's worth yeah. of dark... Of just giant robots that cannot be hurt by blasters. Which is why when that X-Wing started to come in and Moff Gideon looked over there, he immediately, you see the look like, on yeah, his Cara face. Yeah, Cara Dune like, was like, oh, oh, a single X-Wing, for we're saved. sakes. Yeah, Cara <laughs> Dune was like, a single X-Wing, we're saved, yay. And then Moff Gideon looked and he was like, I know that X-Wing, yeah. we're all, I'm dead. We're in trouble, uh, we're in trouble, yeah, yeah. Which, that was pretty awesome. I what, just, Luke Skywalker coming he, in? Oh, I love that so much. I just didn't like... I, I just don't think the the technologies there... We've talked about this. The yeah. technologies there for the, for the, the face. face swap, right? Yeah. So, Well, I mean, I you, you go into the Uncanny Valley there and all that stuff, which it, it's really hard to get out of that. Yeah. But, I mean, they did the best they could. I know. I know. And it's and it's a series, like it's not a it's not huge a big movie. movie. But I'm sure they spent. Um, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder how much that cost because it was a it was an hour, right? That episode. I think so. I think it was forty eight minutes or something. 
So I wonder how much they spent just on that episode alone, like what the budget was. Probably a lot, because there was a lot of, I'm assuming, practical effects. Well, tons of like those those robots for one, they're not they wouldn't be cheap like to build those up and. Well, and I have think them. I think most of the like most parts were practical actually, for those robots. Which is why they look so good, probably. Pro- I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but um, have to do some research on that. I, I I was just interested because they there was a lot of practical stuff, but also a lot of technical stuff that uh, that was in that scene. Yeah, or in that whole show. I mean, you have to give props to John Favreau and Dave Filoni. I think Dave Filoni's the writer, and then John Favreau's the director for yeah. most of the season two episodes. Yeah, but they are perfect. Like both of them, perfect at doing Star Wars stuff better than J.J. Abrams because. God knows he sucks. Well, I heard this rumor that I was went down a Star Wars rabbit hole there where they were saying that this Mandalorian is going to um, take over and that whole um, what The Last Jedi and Force Awakens and stuff is going to be moved to a separate timeline. Oh. And that Fav- like Favreau's Star Wars is going to move forward, and then they're going to continue and build it again. After, after yeah, the and the whole Kylo Ren stuff is going to just kind of good because that sucks. But I don't know. I thought Kylo Ren was a good uh, was a it's good a good action villain, movie, not a good Star Wars movie. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of uh, you know eye candy in that, and not a lot of yeah. Because I mean, Ray. Should not have the force. I think Finn. Whoa. I think Finn should have been the uh, main. Uh... The main guy. Yeah, I, th- I think, think he should have been a Jedi. Been... Yeah. Oh, I see. You think Finn should have been a Jedi? Yeah. Well, I personally think that. Because... I just think. I just think Finn should have been like the star of that movie instead of Ray. Yeah. Because I mean. Well, Rey I kind of. Well, no. I didn't mind. I didn't mind Ray, but I did hate what they did to Finn in the second one. What did uh, they do to him? They basically made him a non-character, like, like he, a non-main character. He, they shot him off with Rose on this, like, on this mission that didn't yeah. even pan out or do anything. They they found the guy, and then then he betrays them. He betrays them, and they get caught, and they didn't even get the password that was supposed to solve the whole thing. And then it was like, why did they do this? And then Phasma comes out and has this battle, and then yeah, it was just I don't know. It just I did I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like that whole subplot. But yeah, it wasn't really that good. But uh, back to the Mandalorian. Um, right. <laughs> when uh, Grogu and Mando went to go to the Jedi Temple, the old Jedi Temple, to find the Jedi. Yep. Ev- everybody, like everybody that always watched it, they were like, "Oh, it's gonna be Mace Windu." Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Like he's missing an arm and a leg and stuff. Yeah. Part bionic and. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's Luke Skywalker. And then uh, with all that fights, with the fight scenes on that episode, yeah, all those storm, like the white stormtroopers, yeah, uh, all of those were cosplayers. Oh, really? Yeah, the, uh, they did. They didn't have enough money to make brand new outfits. Yeah, to make it directly like correlate to the original outfits. Yeah. So they were like, "Hey, you guys made these. You want to come on come and over? make some for us?" Yeah. And they were like, "Sure." <laughs> That's awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, most of the outfits actually were not made by, like most of the Stormtrooper outfits in the entire second season were yeah. not made by the cast and crew. They were made by other like cosplayers and stuff. Interesting. Which I think is pretty cool because, I mean, those look really nice. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And then, uh, it, it, sorry? It's just a shame that most of them got absolutely decimated oh, with yeah. Boba Fett's club on the <laughs> temple episode. Yeah, that, that was a cool scene where Boba Fett went with his armor, which I think Boba Fett's new armor looks so cool. Yeah. His little cape and stuff, little skirt. Now that he's got it all painted up and looking... Looking yeah, nice. that, that's yeah. a cool paint job. Like in the episode where they go to the uh, the mine to get the pass or the location of the ship, yeah, Moff yep. Gideon's ship, yeah. Which I was very surprised by that episode with them showing Mando's face. Yeah, I like that, and I really like Bill Burr in that too. He was he was yeah, funny. Bill Burr is funny, but uh, I mean that episode shows that you can. That you can be funny as a main job, but also have serious roles, yeah, and stuff. Because yeah. that was a pretty serious role, yeah. With and him being that that like calm, and then just straight shooting that dude right in the face. Yeah, no, I like that. I I love Mando's face when he shot him in the face. He's like, "What the hell?" So I guess we're doing this then. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It I wasn't was so expecting cool. him to come back in season two. To be honest, though. I didn't either, actually. I agree yeah. with you. I, I didn't think... I thought his part was done. So so it was kind of a neat surprise to have him in there. But, uh, but yeah, it was... Uh, I thought he did a good job. I know some people um, got, on, got on him because they said he had a Boston accent in it. And I was like, well, who cares, man? People Isn't are from, he from Boston? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. So then why would they care? <laughs> There's people from all over different worlds and planets with all different kinds of dialects. Like, who cares? Just <laughs> if you're gonna nitpick on that, I think you've like, I don't know. I'd people be... speaking frog, and you're complaining about people speaking <laughs> in a Boston accent. Exactly. Excuse me. <laughs> exactly, speaking frog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. That episode was uh, funny with Grogu when he's eating all the. Oh eggs. yeah. <laughs> he's just like I, I mm, didn't like egg. that. You didn't like that when he was eating the eggs? I have very bad arachnophobia. Oh, oh with, the, with, the, me, with the ice spiders? Yeah, that episode with me was hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was so cool. Like, just a mat that would be terrifying to do. Like, you crash your ship from X Wings shooting you down, basically. Yeah. And then your tiny little baby kid that you found. <laughs> Goes and eats some eggs, and then ice spiders come and try and kill you. Well, and I can't believe he actually ate what was inside. When it opened up, it was like all this gross green. And then Grogu's like, I'm going to eat this like a Slurpee. He's still going to eat it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One thing that I've learned with Grogu is if it moves, he wants to eat it. Yeah, he does, yeah. Yep. Even okay. if, even if it doesn't move, because he was all over those eggs, like uh, yeah, he just put his hand on the on the case that one time, and the eggs started to float towards it, and then he's just, mm, just <laughs> sucking <laughs> them back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think Bo-Katan should have been in that season. She's no, she's way too much of a of a bitch. <laughs> 
I would have liked it better if, um, yeah, if they if they reintroduced her in season three. Yeah, and Mando already had the dark saber, and he was trying to deliver it to her. And yeah, then they moved on from because at the end, when Bo Katan says she can't take the dark saber from him, yeah, because it needs to be won in battle or something. Yeah, no, you you took it from somebody else on Mandalore, and she just gave it to you. Yeah, and he was gonna. He was he was like, okay, well, just take it. He's then. like, I He's yield, like, take I, it. I give it to you. I yield, and she's nope, nope. It's like, why? Like, it, yeah, she was like, nope. You need to die so I can have it. And then, but Moff Gideon didn't. Yeah, die. And, then, and then I was as I seen that as she said that I was like, but that dude's alive. Yeah, he should be dead. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And I don't. I never understood that it has to be one in combat where it doesn't work for you. Like, yeah, I just, like uh, the story behind it. No. There's no story behind it. It's a dark saber. It's the only one in existence, and it's rule. It's the only person who can actually wield it correctly is a Mandalorian, which is an interesting thing too, because yeah. it's a it's almost like a lightsaber, but it's wielded by. It's not a lightsaber because it's not a, a crystal tube. No, it, it it's a it's a crystal. Okay, but it's a, it's not a tube. It's a straight blade. Yeah, it's a it is a saber. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not it's not a lightsaber cuz that's a cylindrical tube. Right. And the dark saber is an actual blade which pretty cool, but yeah. how? Like explain that. It I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're going to get a lot of explanation on that. I think yeah, hey man, it's just a sword. Don't don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> that's what we're going to get, but <laughs> somebody in season 3 is like, "Why is that like a sword?" I don't know, man. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Just leave. Yeah. Uh, I you, you know what would be really cool in season three is what? if they go to the old temples and meet some old knights of the Republic. Yeah, that would be knights of the old, yeah. That would be pretty cool. Because in lore, in Star Wars lore, they're the only ones who should have yellow and orange lightsabers. Right. But Rey has one. She's not a knight. She's not even a Jedi. <laughs> But, I mean, that would be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Just seeing, like, these guys in some knight armor, like, crusader armor with capes and stuff, and then just an orange lightsaber. Well, this is supposed to lead into the... Uh, if if it doesn't go on a separate timeline and it does connect, it would be kind of cool if they went there and we started to see some, like, the Knights of Ren or something like that. Yeah. I, I'd like... I don't know. There was... It was so glazed over in the Force Away... In all those... All those other trilogies, three, yeah. like they mentioned them, but then that I was, who are these Knights of Ren? Kind of excited to and see then, them. And then in Rise of Sky, Rise of Skywalker, the very last one. Yeah, the last Jedi, wasn't it? Is that the last one? I don't know. Oh, I know it's the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, because Ray says, "Oh Rey yeah, Skywalker yeah, she 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 is not a Palpatine. identity theft." Yeah, yeah. But uh, what were we saying? God. <laughs> We're just, saying just lost it would, the thought right there. It would be cool if they saw the Knights of Ren, but because they glazed over yeah. it, and yeah. But, but I, they don't have to. Like, I it would just be neat to see some more Jedi stuff. Um, yeah, but I'm sure they will. Like, they can't. I mean, I think in the sec or the third season, they're gonna stray away from Grogu for a while. I think so. Cause and then they're gonna go. With... Yeah, they're gonna go explore more on Mandalore and go back to Mandalore and try and rebuild it. Right. But then Bo-Katan gets crazy with power or whatever and tries to take the Darksaber from Mando again, and then he kills She Bo does Katan. seem like the type of person that'll be like that. Just the way she moves, the way she looks, the way she talks. 
Yeah, I agree. Her her character definitely like when he when she noticed that Mando had the dark saber, she was like, "I'm going to kill you here and now." She was pretty pissed. Yeah, she yeah. was like, "What happened? Why?" And he yeah. said, "Well, you know, he was hitting me with it. He was going <laughs> to kill me." <laughs> it was it was pretty cool that he was just he was holding. No, he wasn't holding Grogu. Was he holding Grogu? He was holding no. Grogu. Oh, was he? Yeah, you're never going to be that cool. Holding a baby Yoda with the Darksaber in your hand. (laughs) Escorting a war criminal towards more Mandalorians. Yeah. You're not going to be that cool ever. With a a Beskar spear on your back and full Beskar armor. So do you think that people are going to fall in line with... um, Sorry, I keep hitting you there. If people are going to fall in line with Mando or do you think they're going to fall in line with Bo-Katan? Well, the only person that's on Bo-Katan's side in that ship is her friend. The other one that's in the whatever her clan is called. The dude or the wrestler girl? The wrestler girl. Okay. Not not Cara Dune. Right. The other Mandalorian. The third Mandalorian. The one that has troubles with Boba Fett inside yes. the club. Right. When they're in the club and stuff? I think that's Sasha Banks, isn't it? Like the wrestler girl? Yeah, anyways, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. I've got it, yeah. And then uh, at the end of the last episode, after the credits, Boba Fett and uh, Fennec going back to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. The book of Boba Fett could be an awesome show. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, yeah it's going gonna, it's gonna to look pretty good. Well, and one of the things that they did really cool with uh, Boba Fett is is his ship. Like, Slave yeah. One. Yeah. I loved how we got to see more of that because Empire Strikes Back, you basically we only seen it, it fly away. Yeah, it just takes off. But and in dropping us. This one, charge. we see the depth charge thing that he lost. The seismic charge is uh, cool as all it's hell. So awesome. It sounds cool. Sorry, yeah. it looks cool. And oh and, my gosh! And the way he flies, just all over the place and switches like angles. I'm surprised and stuff. he still has it. it yeah, still me has too. Actually. One. And we don't ever really see how he got it back, right? Well, I'm 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 get, I'm gonna guess that he just parked it outside of Jabba's, Jabba's palace. palace for a tiny bit, and then he just walked back, <laughs> and he was like, "I have my ship now." Yeah, it's possible. After he after he got out of drug himself out of the Sarlacc pit, I really would like to see some closure on that and how I'm he got gonna out of I'm there. gonna guess that that's gonna be in uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yes. That, well, like in the first episode, it's going to show us how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And how he got up to meeting Mando and Fennec. That makes sense. And then it's then the next episode is just going to switch right to him having his new armor and being a crime lord. <laughs> <laughs> that should show, like, because you get the episodes going up. For instance, in the Marshall, you see him in the desert tracking Mando. At least yeah. show the days leading up and him tracking Mando from planet to planet. Yeah. Yeah, they could show that where he's actually... Because wa- Boba Fett's got to be getting into ad- adventures too while he's yeah. tracking Mando, correct? Like, I would think so. Because, I mean, I bet you he was following him as soon as... As soon as he's seen another Mandalorian on Tatooine mm-hmm. in the first season, I bet you he, he was like, I need to make sure... That he doesn't have my armor. Yep. And then, blah, blah, blah. They find each other. They talk to each other. And they're like, I'll help you if you help us. Yeah. Basically. 
thing is though they never really agree on that boba fett just sees the armor and thinks i'm gonna take it well, un- well no boba fett asks mando he's like if you give me my armor back i'll i'll be forever in your gratitude and owe you a debt forever and then they start fighting stormtroopers and then boba fett's like i'm gonna take it now yeah he looks over at the ship he's he sees his I armor. I know it's in there. I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet you he knew that. Well, I, I, I know that he didn't know that the, the sh- that Moff Gideon's ship was in orbit, which, by the yeah, way, I was gonna with say, his ship, kind of yeah. good if he, didn't he went it. from in atmosphere to light speed immediately. Yeah. Not possible in any Star Wars lore. I seen it and I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I get that it's that light speed in the first place doesn't exist. Yeah. But you can't do that. You're not has, allowed to. Has to be some kind of calculations going on there. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming because it's a light well. speeder or a light cruiser or something. I think that's maybe it's special or something. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know much about those ships, right? No. Like, they don't really talk about them much. Just kind of in there. All we know is that they got big guns in the fast. They got big guns. They yeah. have big guns. Yeah, it can blow anything up. Uh, yeah, it it just sucks that the people manning those guns can't hit it. <laughs> yeah, cow's bum from them. But I'm very surprised. Everybody, everybody makes fun of the stormtroopers for like in any other of the movies. Stormtroopers can't hit anything, but in the Mandalorian, they hit every single shot. There is a scene where he's uh, the speeder biker guys. Yeah, and when they're talking. Oh, that was hilarious! When the, in the the, fir- the last episode of the first season. Yeah, when he punches Grogu and stuff like that because yeah. he bites him and stuff. There is a scene there where they kind of play off. The yeah, <laughs> they can't hit anything. They throw a, I think it was a can or something, and then yeah. they're like, they're, they're, they're trying to do it. target practice and they can't hit. And it they're at like, all. "Come on, it's right in front of us." Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. But when him, when Mando meets Bo-Katan and their crew. And they go steal that ship on that planet. They go in, and Mando's like, I'm wearing full Beskar. Might as well charge at them. And he just charges, and they hit every single shot. They do, yeah. They they hit him cleanly. Yeah, yeah every single time. But nowhere in the, the sides or anything, his neck, his nope. waist, nothing like that. They only shoot. And, then, and this goes back to what uh, um, Shane, is it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what you said where he was... Uh, Hitting him in the back, right? That, like they seem to hit the spot, that the has shiny part, the biggest amount of armor. <laughs> yeah, it's like there are breaks in the legs, there are breaks in the arms, there are things yeah. that you could hit if you if you aimed. Like, like they have laser accuracy when they're hitting the parts where they do no damage. Yeah. When it comes to <laughs> do, hitting the parts where they can actually do stuff, not a single hit. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, it makes for a good like it makes for a good sh- show because yeah. he's like running towards it. It shows that he's like super also brave. Mando's armor is pretty cool. It is. I like that awesome. he didn't paint it. Yeah, like, it's just. I shiny. love the silver, the shininess. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. It looks so much better than the paint. Yeah, because I mean, why would you paint it? You're just get, you're you're gonna get shot once and you're gonna have to repaint it. Well, look at a Bo- Boba Fett's old armor, right? Uh, like even before the the upgrade, right? Before he yeah. painted it all nice, it was beat. Up, like, yeah. It, I mean, it's all. I think when he repainted scraped. it, when he repainted it, the the giant hole, like the dent in his helmet, is gone. Is fixed. Which, mm. 
First off, how? Yeah, unless they melted it down again and re- <laughs> rebuilt it. Entire, yeah, yeah, just melted Boba it Boba Fett's down. got an entire yeah, like forgery it, in his ship. Yeah, it just gets kind of weird, though, because there's still a dent in his uh, breastplate. Yeah, so, there is. Uh, there is. Yeah. And then the dent in his helmet's no, go- no longer there. But, I mean, his armor does look cool. Like, the paint, the matte finish of it looks yeah. so cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, season was really good. Yeah, the season was solid. You know, overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought as as much as I sit and nitpick at the little bits, but yeah. that's why I mean, overall, it was it was really enjoyable. Like I liked the story, how it progressed. I liked the adventures he got into on each planet. I loved the you know the the one with um, Ahsoka Tano and the the whole Western showdown and the fight in the koi pond area. Yeah, like, that was so old kung fu movie that I just uh, I really got a kick out of that. I mean, uh, the um, entire the entire season was just Western. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, every time you see it, it's just like, oh yeah, this is this like, is just that's cool, totally that's cool. Yeah, so I did enjoy it, and the way they're doing the ships and the way they're doing the. Uh, uh, like the f- effects are great, the story's good, the acting's good. I just overall, it's a really well done series. Yeah. Um. There, there are little things, and if you weren't a Star Wars fan, you would still enjoy it. Yeah. And and you wouldn't pick up on all those little things, right? Like you yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, why is it like this, and why is it like that? And yeah. Anyway. But if you're a big Star Wars fan, you're like, oh, okay, so that's how that happened. Yeah. And stuff. And I don't know. I'm willing to let certain things go too. Like I'm not super. Oh, I can't watch it because this. this I don't understand how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit, so I can't watch. Yeah, this. no. Now, now <laughs> we're just questioning how did he? How, like, how did he actually get out of it? And I think place? you're right. I think they will address that in the book of Boba. Yeah. They have to. I think they have to. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see how you cannot. Because, I mean, I like how he didn't even mention that he actually came out of a Sarlacc pit. Because if you didn't know that, you'd be like, what the hell's a Sarlacc? Yeah. Who's this guy? Who is he? Yeah. And But, like, if you were a true Star Wars fan, you would watch all the other stuff, and then you'd be like, oh, <laughs> but how did you get out? <laughs> <laughs> Crawled on the teeth. And just, like, <laughs> shot the worm things and crawled on the teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that he got out by a crate dragon killing the, the Sarlacc. Yeah, yeah, that could be it, yeah. Because they mean, did mention it yeah. when they when they approached in that first episode. In the abandoned. He the, said it's an abandoned Sarlacc pit. And he's like, I didn't think Sar- pits yeah. got abandoned. And he's like, it is if they get eaten. Yeah. And that crate dragon was massive, so. He was pretty big. Yeah, it would have been a would have been a tough battle for Mando to do by Just himself. Him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I do find kind of weird about that battle is that they literally the uh, Tuscan Raiders they're literally pretty much sacrificing other Tuscan Raiders because there's no way that they can get away and fast enough. Oh no, they uh, they, they sent them in them. there and they're yeah those guys are done. Those those guys were like yeah you're gonna die. See ya. Yeah. We'll just, bring just this pure cannon fodder. Yeah, we'll bring this big elephant thing, and hopefully we'll get away. But yeah, the, it still didn't work. No, it just came up and. Whoop. And the other thing is, one of the things that bo- bothers me about the the size of the monsters to the amount of food 
that they is there. eat. Yeah, like I mean, in the opening scene, in that the crate dragon comes in, not the opening scene, but a little farther in. Yeah, the crate dragon comes into the town, and he comes into the town and just eats that bantha. One bantha. That's where it. he could have eaten the town. <laughs> like the thing was big enough. Like he's big enough. Yeah, like he ate a sarlacc pit monster. And then now he's just eating a bantha. Now he's just having a singular bantha. A tiny little bantha. Like the thing's the size of his toenail. Like how <laughs> how do you how do you get full on something like that? Yeah. When you're that size, right? And the same thing with like even in Return of the Jedi when the Rancor m- was going after Luke. It's just like event like you're just fighting something so animals small. that are that small. Usually you're not. If usually you're that mo- big, main, you're not going to go mostly animals. Yeah, you're not going to go for the the smaller animal when there's the bigger animal that has yeah. more food on it. Exactly, it's just a waste of energy. So, but whatever. That yeah. that's here. They had to show the crate dragon coming in, and they didn't want to destroy I mean, the town. Dragon was cool in the first place. They had to save the town. So and the fact that they eat the meat, like it's kind of. What do you think it would taste like? Steak, <laughs> pot roast. <laughs> like, I understand. I understand why they grabbed it because that's a that is a huge monster. Uh, like that is big game meat right meat. there for sure. Yeah, and if you're, I guess if you're a hunter, like that, you you really want that would be your prize. Like that yeah. would be perfect for you. Yeah, at crit- least grab one of its teeth. Yeah, those things would be huge, massive. Yeah. Well, the fact that they were all inside just the rib cage, like yeah, just the rib cage, and there was like thirty people there. Yeah, there was thirty of them. They were like, "We're gonna be standing in his heart." Yeah, just chopping it all up. Like yeah. thirty of us, all in his heart, perfectly fit. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I thought it was funny. still more room. Yeah, there's still more room. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. Uh, but what did you think about the season, Shane? I liked it. I did find the uh, the end, you know, the dark saber honor thing. I found that really random. Yeah, it didn't really make mm. sense. Yeah, probably just thrown in there to create conflict between them, right? Because yeah, they, they, definitely. There has to be some kind of a cliffhanger for you to wait for the third season. It's like, what's going to happen with the dark saber? Like, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. So they probably just threw that in there. It does it does seem not to really follow what's happening. Yeah, what I mean overall, other than that tiny part, season was perfect. Every, yeah. everything was badass. You, every time you seen Mando in a fight scene, you were like, I don't know if he's gonna win or not. Yeah. Cause he's on equal playing fields because he's not a overpowered god. Yeah. He's just a Mandalorian. <laughs> And that also makes it interesting, the fact that he's flawed. Like, that armor has saved his life so many times, right? So the fact that he has it has made him, obviously, a tougher foe. Yeah. But it it hasn't made him him invincible. Yeah, it doesn't make him better or invincible. It just helps him. Yeah, and he's still a really good fighter. Like, he's still an awesome, like, bounty hunter. Oh, yeah, he's cool. He still has skills. But he can be hurt. Yeah. So. Oh, and then also... Uh, going back to the episode where he was with Mayfield and he put the stormtrooper armor on. 
Yeah. And then he just let, he was like, he still thought he had his Beskar armor on. And he started fighting the pirates on top of the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he breaks, it breaks, and then he's like, oh. uh, (laughs) He's like, oh, wait. (laughs) I actually have to fight them? (laughs) That's true. I'd forgotten about that scene. And then when he goes back into the the cockpit, he's like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) This hurts. (laughs) How can you do this? Yeah. Which that armor that those stormtroopers had are pretty cool. Like the gray? I thought they looked good. Yeah. They didn't look like they stopped like much. Like juggernaut armor. Yeah. They, um, that's the one thing about Stormtrooper armor and dark side armor that I just, they don't seem to really stop a whole bunch. No, I think it's just plastic. Yeah, like the laser blasts kill them. Oh, but the death scenes with the Stormtroopers are amazing. I love <laughs> the screaming all the way down yeah. as they fall. <laughs> ah! It's Surprisingly, no Wilhelm screams. No, which is good. Yeah, because that thing's been—it's it's overused in Star Wars. So played, yeah. It's—I think it's been in every single. Yeah, it actually has. Yeah, it has been in every single Star Wars movie. Ah! Yeah, it's which is it's just very too, it's just over too much. Well, it's old, right? Like it's been used in a yeah. lot of films, and it's just an old. thing. It's just as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, oh. I know it's, it's a shout out to, to like. You know things of the past, but I think it's time to move on with that. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear. Nobody that needs kind to of hear a that. Over pick, and over. pick a new gag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, it needs to be in things anymore. What? Well, yeah, I don't want to offend anybody by saying that. <laughs> in case they're like Wilhelm, <laughs> <laughs> like you offended me by saying that you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think we've uh, run out of things to talk about about Mandalorian. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, yeah, overall, thumbs up for me. Liked yeah. It, liked it. Yeah. One out of ten. One out of ten? Yeah. Oh, what no, sorry. out of ten? Yeah, what out oh, of ten? Oh, okay. I'd say, uh, I don't know. I'd be willing to give it an eight and a nine, maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably an eight or a nine, or like an eight and a half or something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, pretty good overall. It's fun. That's what I like about it. It's 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 fun to watch and the... The battle scenes are well choreographed, and I th- and just the progression of the story in each episode is uh, is good. So yeah, pretty good. Um, but other than that, uh, I think we're gonna end this episode. Uh, this is gonna be the new one of twenty twenty one. Wait, we didn't get Shane's. What's what's your? Oh yeah, sorry. What's your rating out of ten there? Uh, probably an eight. Okay. So all of us are pretty. The so same. all of us are pretty the same. We all enjoyed it about the same amount. Yeah. All okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, first episode of 2021. Hopefully, we're gonna be. Uh, there's a new upload schedule. Instead of Wednesdays at noon on at Mountain Standard Time, uh, it's gonna be on Fridays at noon Mountain Standard Time. So you're gonna get them for the weekend, so you can actually listen to them properly. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> all right. Well. Stadanko signing off. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. See ya.